everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure. Uh, I don't have anything prepared today, so I'm going to wing this intro. Uh, I'll try and keep it short and sweet, I don't want it to, to drag on. Uh, if it does get too long, we can always, you know, scale it down in the edit. I'm joined by uh, four of my players who are giving me thumbs down on the cameras. Uh, I've got Aina as I embark a Conrassy Barbarian Druid. Hello, I'm good and I'm excited. We've got Jeremy as Mila Steelskite, a Sylph Druid Wizard. Hello everyone, wherever you are. We've got Greg as Tarul, a Hobgoblin Rogue. I am also here, hello. And we've got Saralar. No! <laughs> and we've got Kevin as Saralar, a Thessalonian Rune Lord of Bride. Yes, I am still here. Singular Kevin's so good at the roleplay that we just, we only think of him as Saralar now. <laughs> yeah. Such a method ass. actor Kevin is. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Aino, you're back to being good and excited because you took a week off last time. Yes, I did. I mean, <laughs> I am good and excited, but now I'm no longer bound by uh, New Year's resolution. I'm ju- I can just say it because I am, for now. Uh, and uh, for anyone that I've already told this to, this is going to date the episode, but uh, four days ago, my sister had a baby. Oh! Dated to your fam for your family only. Yeah, <laughs> my close friends, and now you guys. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> nice back is this the first time that? Is that the first time you're an uncle, Einar? Yes, uh, first time among all the cousins. Oh. Yeah, very exciting. Very good. And uh, if it's a little baby girl, she was uh, four and a half kilos or ten pounds for the Americans. Oh. So a big, big girl. And uh, if you're listening to this at any point in the future, be aware that this (laughs) recording is four days younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I've been watching the Swedish uh, football team at the Women's World Cup recently, and uh, I'm not surprised that uh, there are some big babies going around because there are some (laughs) specimens on that side. (laughs) Oh, yes. Damn. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. And speaking of dating, the episode says something that uh, probably has a wider audience um, than Einar's <laughs> unclehood. Uh, congrats hey. to the uh, Swedish women's national team for their win over Japan in the quarterfinal last night. Mm, yes. Smashing Ooh. game. Very Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Is this a single elimination tournament? It for is now. now. This yeah, was now the first. Is, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There was okay. a group stage. Uh, yeah, they just they owned them for an hour, and the Japanese couldn't come back despite trying very hard. Mm. Uh, they just owned them. It was fantastic. But, I know you guys don't give a but, shit about sport largely, but yeah, <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I I care quite a lot about climbing as a sport. Bouldering, mm. fantastic to watch. Yes. Um, net, also volleyball, fantastic to watch. Football, very dull. Just going to put that out there. It's bro- broadly the ball gets kicked around for quite a while, and occasionally it makes its way into a goal. And it's very hard to see all of the things that go into making that happen because you're like 500 feet away from it by camera. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, it has been quite two quite exciting games for Sweden. Like they they've had the margins on their side, like a penalty. There was a penalty shootout against the United States and the decider went like a millimeter over the goal line. That was which crazy. Which was like, it's, it's in and USA, you're out. And then Japan today had two, uh, one penalty and then a free kick that went into the crossbar. So they, yeah. they really got the inches on their side. 
I'm trying to bring things back into Pathfinder because we have a. Uh, Are we playing sport the, here? The is this a sport? No, this is sport, yeah. this is Sport Finder right now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. find some right. paths. Fuck going into this city. We're gonna you can find a find a, split the students up into teams. You know, we'll <sighs> roll some dice to see how how the football goes. Um, uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Fantasy football, but like, yeah, RPG version. It'd be great. I'll tell you what, my favourite episode of most anime is the random sports episode where you get the overpowered characters doing something stupid like kicking the ball into the stratosphere. That is. <laughs> that's that's a fun time. Could you imagine playing mm. football in Pathfinder but with like use of spells and all of that as well? So you'd be mage handing shit around and uh, telekinetic projectile in. That'd be fun. I've... The fighter arguing that the football is technically a simple weapon. <laughs> <laughs> making, the, <laughs> making the ball invisible or making more balls with illusion. Oh, oh, yes. see you, uh, can I cast mirror image on the ball? <laughs> let me just write this down because we are approaching our 100th episode. Uh, let me just take a quick note because I'm not going to do an escape room again. We'll do a football tournament instead. Amazing. Um... <laughs> I cast animate object on the ball. It just started <laughs> <laughs> you turn it into a into a construct and it just starts running around the Oh wow, that'd be great, yeah. Uh, last time on on our GM breakout we had a we had an a, a breakout of uh, of bog rot. Everyone Ew. was fighting a big old family of bog mummies that kinda got squished together into one creature. Uh, it managed to give everyone apart from to rule? Or was it everyone? Mila. Everyone yeah, but Mila, Mila ended up it was Mila. getting bog rot, which made them yeah, lose health, become clumsy. It wasn't a good time. Uh, you decided to very sensibly take a break from your explorations of Blood Soul and spend a few days up in uh, the nearby village of Kyutu, where you met uh, the priest Fundu, not Fundu, Fundu, uh, who you know helped nurse you back to health. Uh, you had a, a you were suspended a little bit of time, actually in in Kyutu. Realizing that they are, uh, you know, still suffering the after effects of this attack of this raid that happened on them, and uh, and, and Fundu sort of healed you with with the promise that you might help rebuild, or you would help rebuild at some point. Uh, so he's kind of expecting you to go up and spend some time there. Obviously, not immediately, but at some point, help out if you can. Uh, and then we he treks the whole twelve hours back to the, the Megambia camp that's set up just outside of Blood Salt. Uh, and we ended, I believe, with you all going to sleep at the end of the, like your fourth day in the area. So everyone went to sleep, finally cured of, of bog rot, finally, you know, back up to full hit points, and everyone's uh, had a nice sort of rest. So if you do need to rest on Foundry, you can do so. But we are going to start this episode at the beginning of a brand new day. I believe it's, it's day five since you first set foot in, in Blood Salt. Do you have a thing for us, Greg? I was just reminded of the song Brand New Day from uh, Dr. Horrible's Sing Along Blog, which is oh, pretty good. Dr. Horrible is good. <laughs> <laughs> Not familiar. Everyone wakes up, everyone has a nice breakfast that's probably cooked. You probably make the students cook, you know. It's a life lesson, learning how to cook out in the wilderness. Uh, everyone prepares your spells. And then, uh, yeah. What do you want to do? You heading straight back in? Yeah. Hey, uh, Tarul? Yes? Did you mention that that gas cloud was going to come back? Soon. We should finish exploring and then set the students to the tasks. 
<laughs> Maybe someone's supervising though. Maybe. <laughs> I agree. We should. We should uh, keep exploring yeah, as soon as long as we can make sure that that cloud hasn't come back yet. Worst comes to worst, if the screaming sulfur returns, we'll just dispatch it again. Do you think it is bound to that tower? Memory has failed me, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I fully expect that it is bound to the tower, so um, it will be like mm, it cannot stray beyond the confines of its burial site. By so much. Let's hope you're right. There is. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> yes. as, as Dylan is wont to say, fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, where should we explore today? So we, so there's, there's like one building in this and, and half of, sort of explored half of this sort of semicircle at the moment. And mm -hmm. within that semicircle, half of that semicircle we've explored, there is still one unexplored little shed of sorts that a uh, I know Wooly was quite interested with oh, initially. Wooly! Oh. 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 Sorry, oh. My heart, Greg! <laughs> <laughs> Ironbark. <laughs> <laughs> Something about you reminds me of him. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he liked carving my people up. Mm. That doesn't oh, seem God. like a nice guy to me. An honorable pastime. Hey. Does this mean <laughs> if, if, if Ironbark. No, if Willie liked carving wood and you've now played a wooden character. If Ironbark ever dies, you need to come back as a serpent folk because that was what Ironbark liked carving up. And keep the chain going. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> Your new character will be really Not obsessed really. with cutting up other things, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, just as <laughs> a reminder, a, Bugs... Is there a Yanti heritage? There go there's going to be, right? If there isn't one already. Uh, one was announced not long ago, I believe. Oh, is, it, is it in that book, the, the monster book? The... One of Centaur and Mentor, maybe. Maybe. There was a nature-themed expansion in that one. Entirely possible. Yeah. Paizo released too much. Sorry, I don't know. Just to remind everyone <laughs> listening, uh, Blood Salt City is on uh, on on the banks of the Turtle Lake, and it's this the bit we're exploring is a big, like semicircle, uh, huge brick wall that sort of yeah covers this this space. The entrance into the city, or the entrance that our party have been using, is sort of basically halfway in the semicircle. Uh, and as you go into the city, we're, we're sort of exploring the uh, left-hand side, which is where the, the, the tower where the Screaming Sulphur was and uh, the sort of muralled building where this amalgamation was. On sort of the far end of the city, right on the shoreline, it's sort of in a straight line from the entrance almost, is, is where this big hatchery building is uh, that you've kind of been very interested in and had a little explore around the outside of. And then the, yeah, basically the right-hand side, closer to the shoreline uh, from the entrance, is currently unexplored. And like I said before, this, this city's bigger than this, but uh, this seems to be more like the, the central area and maybe outside the big city walls. There are a few other sort of small stone and mud brick buildings for like residencies, but, uh, but uh, it looks like everyone has made their way into the city uh, and to this very small house or building that has a little arrow pointed to it. <laughs> Who drew that? I did. Ah. Was that today or was that from before? Yeah, because I wanted to go here. <laughs> okay. 
you can have a quick kick around it, uh, and it's too small to be a house, so I don't think it is a house. I think it is more like um, probably more like a supply shed. Probably like like this big area here is like. Uh, I mean, you can tell because there's sort of half-sunken market stands still here from whenever whatever happened happened in this big sort of open space here. So this is probably like uh, supplies for, you know, probably for some shopkeepers or people who want to set up their markets. Maybe in the market stalls get folded down and, and put in here uh, when they're not in use. Everyone has given me rolls. Just exercising like, our digital dice rolling muscles. <laughs> yeah, I am like, giving me a, a little bit of yeah, I just wanted to see if there's something weird about the door. About the door? No, it's probably it like a very... trapped? It's probably a very, very simple door. You don't believe there's anything to it. Okay. Then I'll open it. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, uh, it's... Yeah, dun, I mean, dun. it's... <laughs> it's probably a very empty building that is sort of half covered in this red silt again. Um... Possibly there's a few spare like market stalls stowed away inside it, but yes, it's, it's definitely just for storage for the city. Not like anyone would live in here. Okay. Mm. Anything stick the spares. out? A quick examination. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Because you, I, I kind of count your perception check as, as looking inside the building as well. You do spot uh, a few nice other just other objects that might have been sort of used in setting up and, and keeping sort of you know, keeping the market up and running. So you probably see some some basic tools for like maybe repairing some broken uh, broken stools, uh, maybe some a box of like nails and some wooden hammers and things. Uh, you do spot what looks like a, a, a sort of a, a, almost like a brass lantern, almost. It's like a container, but it's got this, the, the front has like this l big sort of lens. I could just show you the picture of it. Uh, basically, it looks like a yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a lantern. It's almost like this like the thing that you'd hold, and it's got this big brass. Um, it's basically a brass container, but the front has a big lens, sort of viewing out of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't imagine that's that abnormal kind of a thing to have, but uh, it's more interesting than wooden hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Is it magical? It's a bull's eye lantern. Ah. The first thing that's come up is a is a, a, is a RuneScape article. Off. Yes. Oh no, that is exactly what I'm I'm thinking of. If you Google Bull's Eye Lantern, that's exactly what I'm thinking of, except sort of a more a more pristine brass version. So it would do light in a cone instead of a an emanation. I believe. Yes. It's oh, it's actually it is actually an item. Yeah. And it emits light in a sixty foot cone and then dim light for the next sixty feet. Oh. So it's like it's a hooded a lantern, but light. bigger. Yeah, it's 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 a Pathfinder torch. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually okay. really big ranges. I've never bought. I can't remember ever actually specifically looking at this tats, but sixty and sixty is massive. Mm -hmm. Anyway, hmm. and we get that with the light spell all around us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh wow, that is gigantic, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Have you just measured out how how big sixty foot is? Yeah. 120, yeah, I think, you measure. Wow, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and we did not find a way to get into the big uh, hatching tower, that, the hatchery thing, right? That's because we're fairly sure, or at least I'm fairly sure, that you use ga uh, gaseous form to get in and out mm. through the narrow entry. Uh, which, I don't know if Mila was going to prepare that today or not, but a uh, somebody down the line, perhaps. 
Mila did not, but Mila possibly can. I can't remember. I looked it up. But yes, I don't know. I feel like we kind of leave that. Go to check out the more accessible things uh, before we start. Yeah, we'll come back creative. to that one essentially. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Um, so I know this isn't as fun as uh, I could make it, but uh, quite a lot of these buildings in this big abandoned city are abandoned and old and ruinous, <laughs> and we'll probably not warrant exploration of every single building on the map. <laughs> um, so I don't know That's if you want me to just. Part. I mean, I could, I could make out descriptions for every single building, but uh, I, I mean, you've gone to two circular towers, um, like the the one that has collapsed uh, very close to this hatchery. In fact, uh, I believe one of them is also going to be a, a, a guard tower, uh, and one of them you think actually looks kind of like a like a like just a picture of fucking classical wizard's tower. You feel like Ooh. if there was a nice. if there was a, a, a wizard who lived in Bloodsword, this would be his home. But it is in a serious state of, of disrepair, but it could be... I mean, you could have a dig around that one if you want. But uh, yeah, like, the interiors are all full of this sort of red silt, uh, probably half-buried furniture, and no sign of life. We'll give them a quick poke. Essentially, we're trying to make sure the place is safe so we can do a more yeah. thorough and possibly perish the fort scientific um, well, approach to it. <laughs> with I Embark's uh, perception check there, I'll, I'll count these two circular buildings... Perfect. as one role because they're close to each other you think these two buildings aren't going to give you any issues you think you know what in fact in fact the bigger of the two towers which i imagine probably was the the, the guard tower actually looks like it's, it's probably built much more stable than i mean you've seen a, a tower that's been collapsed and a lot of these buildings are in disrepair but this one seems a lot more intact compared to some of the other buildings so actually you think this could maybe be a good base of operations mm. when everyone has moved into the uh, into the city from the camp outside. An important consideration. Yes. It would at least be safe to store any any school supplies or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I see, uh, Ironbark. You are now at the door of this fairly large sort of L-shaped building. Yes. Uh, you can see very clearly that this uh, from hanging outside. There's still this uh, wooden sign. Or sticking out of the front of the building, mm. hanging down. It's got this sort of uh, big frothy ale pint, but the pint of glass itself is sprouting dragon wings. Uh, you imagine this was the Blood Salt Tavern at one point. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think its name was? What would its name have been? Just a second. I have something for this. Really? I was just thinking we could have a fun guessing game. I, no, I want you answer? to. I want you to. Okay, I'm awarding a hero point to the best tavern name. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> okay. But no, 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 no generators. You've got to come up with it. Come on, on the spot, guys. <laughs> uh, give us your best tavern names. And uh, you said it was a, a mug of ale with wings. Maybe it was the. Uh, the flying pint. Hmm. The flying pint. Yeah, that's my guess. I was expecting more from you to rule. I... Sounds too British. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well... That's, he didn't even mention a curry. Um, <laughs> blood salt bilge water. Uh, I think it's the... The scaly quencher. I feel like maybe it could just be as simple as, like, the, the, the drunken dragon or something. Simple. Oh, that's... 
like that. I don't know uh, what it is, but every single drink they serve is like, it, it's like a cloudy variant. You know how you get like cloudy lemonades? Mm. It's like that, but every single pint is, <laughs> is cloudy. <laughs> Wait, are you saying yeah. this place has something to do with cloud dragons? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know where you mean that idea from. <laughs> mentioned that enough. <laughs> Haven't mentioned that at all. Um, anyone want to go for a pint? Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm room. I'll go for four hundred and seventy-eight milliliters. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Um, it's very specific. I did say I would give out. I did say I would give out, give out a hero point for uh, the best name. I don't know, Jeremy. I would have said yours was the best, but you you maxed out on hero points. <laughs> <laughs> that that's okay. I feel like I can continue to gain hero points as long as I give them away. Right? <laughs> you've, you've been given like three more since you've been maxed out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'll give that. I'll give, I'll give this it to Tyrol. Why not? Yeah. There we are. Tyrol, you get a hero. Time. I'll add it to you for. Uh, I mean, you made effort. Cool. All right. Watch lies. Tyrol. Oh within. well. As you push open the double doors to this tavern, you know, you probably have to push fairly hard because I imagine. Actually, no. These ones actually open quite quite easily. The other doors that you've been through, you have had to push quite hard because as silt has clumped up behind the doors maybe sort of blocked it slightly this one you know you go to open it and you feel like this has actually been opened fairly recently ah um, my strength is back <laughs> <laughs> as you sort of go in you see um i mean yeah essentially what was once probably a tavern there's a, a sort of a, a bar down the side of, of one uh, probably some there are probably still some glasses like on the site, on the bar, but they are just all full of this sort of red silt now, which probably wouldn't make for a good pint. Uh, ransacked tables, you see there's probably some stools around, uh, just sort of lying half tipped over, half covered up with, with the sediment. Um, the place has a strange smell to it, of damp and decay, as you could imagine from an abandoned tavern. But as you sort of push open the doors and walk your way in, you realise you're not alone in this building. Uh-oh. Right. No, from one of the, the dark, others are also here. From the dark corner of this sort of L-shaped tavern, you hear a slivering voice <gasps> just screaming, You! What have you done to my city? And you see this lovely creature. It's a ghost. <gasps> oh, it's a naga. It's a naga. For uh, those who aren't so familiar with Pathfinder creatures, just imagine a, a large-sized cobra with, like, a woman's face. That's what we're seeing. It's a <laughs> yeah. mythological creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we say historical mythological creature rather than real? <laughs> I hope. Uh, it's real, man. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> wow. It's a real-world mythological creature. It's impossible yeah, to prove that something doesn't exist, right? Have you never seen a skeleton of a snake next to the skull of a man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird life experience you've got there. <laughs> That's a really weird thing to yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, maybe like a museum, maybe. But, uh, no. <laughs> what have you done to my city? What do you mean, your city? This is my home. Uh, you are. You dare come in here and ruin it for me? I'm um, pretty what? sure, with all he knows about it, this guy is the king of this place, so... Pointing to Tyrol. 
The government structure is something I have yet to work out. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a king, but also could have been a monarcha, monas, monastical tradition. No, but you're the king, Thrall. Uh, oh. You're the king now. That's how it works. You just say I'm the king and it works. You plant down a flag, you uh, put on a crown, and uh, you're king now. Yeah. Um, what do you... What, I'd like to know what I know about Naga, because I'm curious to see if this is actually a survivor of those dark events, mm. or a recent invader. Give me a quick is, uh, occultism check, unless you have anything more relevant. I don't know anything about Naga, so I'm not going to make a case for anything. I've given you occultism. I would like you to know as well that I do still have that thing that if it's a fail, I still get something and something else. You know exactly what this thing is, or you believe you do at least. Uh, obviously, they are intelligent creatures that resemble big old snakes with uh, human sort of facades on them. Yeah, facades. That's, yeah, I guess that's a good word to use. Uh, they have an eight magic, very poisonous fangs. Uh, Venomous fangs. You know that uh, this it, one in particular, uh, from the markings on it and the sort of the build of it, you know this is a, a type of naga called a spirit naga. Uh, oh. Is it naga I've said naga, but you know... Naga I'd, sounds better. What, what naga just sounds like they're really going to piss you off. Uh, <laughs> this is a spirit naga. A naga. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, they are, uh, they are creatures who live in solitude. Um, they seek out ruins and places that are associated with death and corruption. And they feast off of the sort of negative psychic energies of places where there have been mass deaths. So they can usually be found in sort of blighted woodlands and, uh, and abandoned graveyards. Uh, and they, they dwell where there's this, yeah, tormented spirits. And they just find comfort in the desolation around them. Do you want to know anything about the, the stat block itself? Because I'll give you something. Um, not... Can I can I hold that until we actually potentially fight it? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you. Yeah. yeah. It goes. But yes, you uh, probably can tell from that that this is someone who wasn't present when this event happened, but they have probably moved the hell in because, as you've seen, there's a lot of dead people and spirits and unrest around. This is probably like the prime place to find something like this. Uh, um. Hi. I'm. I'm. We Mila. seek not. <laughs> yeah. Busted. <laughs> This is Tyrol and Ironbark and Sarala. We're, we're not here to destroy anything, promise. Look, um, what, what's your name? But you already have, you have already reduced the number of souls for me to feed off. Yeah, what? yeah, that's true. We, mm. we don't want to be fed on ourselves, you see. Um, so we kind of thought of that as more like self-defense. Yeah, and we kind of thought they might come back anyway. You probably know, do they? Do they come back? Are they stuck in the tower? We need to know these things. I, I suspect the bog mummies don't. They but don't screaming have souls. Sulfur definitely <laughs> does. The tormented souls fuel me. Those mummies, they are my mm. citizens. You are come to ruin this place for me. Yeah, we this... have come to study and analyze. Yeah, we don't really have a have a fight with you um but you know our goal is to learn and, and bring the knowledge of the city back to the rest of the world um 
Sorry, I didn't catch your name. <laughs> uh, give, me a, give me a diplomacy check, because I feel like she... A diplomacy check. Alright. So look, if you're trying to, you know, be friendly. Hey! Okay. That's pretty good. That's a 30 hey, she, for those she, listening. She, she, yeah, 30 plus uh, 13. 17 on the dice, very good. She thinks about it, she says, I am Verena. 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 I love it. I so soon after book two, I'm getting to do serpent voices again. <laughs> is, is she a famous a um, naga, or is a uh, is she just like unknown? Are the famous ones? Why? Well, you know, if there's monsters Good. that go and like live in catastrophic ruins and feed off the souls of the dead, some of them might become a bit notorious. Big. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she's a. Uh... She's also in a place where not much is known about, so she's been here for a, a while. She's probably been, you know, solitary here, and yes. So you are here to bring... You're here to bring more people here. Yeah. Yeah, we are, actually. We've got a, a group of uh, people. We're sort of like an advance party, just checking out to see if things are safe. And Yeah, but uh, I have a question, and I'm genuinely curious. If you If you're feasting on spirits... And that's what you like to consume. One, that doesn't sound very, like, kind. And two, aren't they gone anyway? Yes, only because you interrupted it. Huh. If the spirit was gone, it wouldn't fight us. Wait, which spirits are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the screaming sulfur, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to reconstitute. It will come back. Yes. So you, For now. <laughs> you feed on it a little bit, knowing that it's just going to come back. And it, I don't know, this, I, mean, I don't know specifically why this is wrong. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like really horrific. Can we have a talk about your life choices? <laughs> is there anything else you could feed on? Uh, is there anything else that a spirit now could feed on from that occultism kind of, role? It's kind of in the name. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's an essence of let itself. A, you know, it cannot substitute. Like a cat cannot be vegan. I imagine they could probably get away with eating other things, but not like for yeah, not like for long. I imagine like they kind of. <laughs> that's why they hang around in, in graveyards and where there's been a lot of death and corruption, just because it's yes. So, when, guys, what, they, do you th yeah. what do you think of, of of the idea of feeding on spirits? I mean, really? I look yeah, I, at the, at I, I have been uh, quiet for some time here, but we were meant to make this place safe. We can't just let her stay here. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bouncer. You're a goddamn bouncer. <laughs> It would have only been. It would have been so much better if Tarul pulled out a dagger and said, "I'm going to have to cut you off." Is that how has no moral objection to this? <laughs> is that how it works in Brighton? The bouncers tell you you're done with a knife in hand. <laughs> yeah, just pull out a zombie knife here, yeah, just like flash it. <laughs> I uh, couldn't tell you this before, but this pub is actually called Naga's Lager. <laughs> oh. Yeah, spoilers before you came in here, but uh, 
Yes, I'm afraid you must be the ones to leave. I have... Mm. I do not wish to hurt you, but if you keep poking around my city and threaten my food supply, then we are... It's... I may not be so, uh, you know, understanding. Can can our, can we roll an, an, a, a jungle law <laughs> to see if there's any other ruins nearby that they could occupy? Hmm. I mean, in the Mwangi Expanse, there are a lot of ruins everywhere. Yeah, but, but you know, you're like, basically asking someone or to relocate, but probably not so close because you cross quite a few planes to get here. If you, if you was to yeah. go back into the, the Mwangi Expanse, the actual jungle, uh, probably further than Nantambu, there's, there's going to be a lot. But um, hmm. perhaps we can negotiate. The city extends beyond this central hub, but that is where our interest is most plain. Would you be willing to take only the areas of the residential districts? that we would not be so concerned about. Because you have said that the city extends much further and that we are only seeing, like, the important bits. Can we divide up the city? And, and I'd like to reassure you, we don't intend to, like, resettle this place full of full of people. Uh, we simply wish to study it from an academic point of view. Um, is there a compromise or an arrangement we could come to that you might be willing to give us some time? We leave you alone, you leave us alone. Once our studies are done, we'll be gone. It will take some time, I will say right front. Would you be willing to <laughs> think about that kind, some kind of arrangement like that? We do need to also, I've got to say, we do need to make sure this is safe for, our, the, for those who will follow us. So if there are roaming spirits, we, we do need to put them down for good. <laughs> Just, wow. Uh, it's, I may be able to relocate for a while, but if you consecrate the area, then I will not be able to move back in. You don't have to worry about that. None of us are divine. But we were going to consecrate. Well, speak for yourself. The Screaming Sulphur's Burial. You were, well, this is the problem. Uh, she seems to like having that sulphur around as it's basically a big old mass of tormented souls for her to feed from. And you are very against it returning. <laughs> Perhaps we do have a compromise then. Perhaps instead of her leaving, she just sits here and eats the screaming sulphur whenever it comes up. We don't need to consecrate it. Perfect for Tyrol, who wants to leave it as pristine as possible for his study. It comes back, she eats it. It comes back, she eats it. I think we can have a little bit of negotiation. We can even study the Screaming Sulphur. Look, uh, See how it ticks. Look, Tyrell, what, if the, screaming, what if the Screaming Sulphur <laughs> comes back right beside, uh, you know, a group of students and and, and eats them before uh, Verena, Verena, V-name. Verena. Uh, Verena, thank you. <laughs> uh, get, can can get to it. Or maybe she likes to watch a show of you know some death. So there's perhaps some more spirits around for her to eat. That, that doesn't sound. No, 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 no. Well, well we gonna, we weren't going to live like sleep in the city. Yeah, I we were. Kind of assumed that we would once we had established that it well, was safe. You want to sl sleep in the in the silt? Are you a familiar a with the concept of a spade? <laughs> And are you aware of the concept of a dead fog that's supposed to come sometime? This, is, <laughs> and it, this entire place is an archaeological dig. 
Uh, no, I assumed that we'd sleep outside. The, the, the like the city is not safe. There's the fog. Yeah, we need in, to sleep it, outside the range of the fog that we don't know what range it is. Sarala has an excellent bloody point right there. That's a good point. I do feel like we're getting sidetracked. Um, and I nod mm. towards the enormous snake creature that eats spirits right in front of us. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, it's dead spirits. We're perfectly safe from its, like, for now. dietary requirements. For now. I think you're okay for now, probably. Yeah. No one's the screaming no sulfur yeah. that you enjoy feeding upon. Would you be able to satiate yourself to such a point that it would be dispersed for a period of time again? No. So I don't. I don't think she can... Like I, I, I don't think she will get rid of it. Oh, yeah. Like it's more like because it was a big mass of of creatures, like, or, of mm. souls and spirits. I feel like, yeah. So and I feel like it impasse. would still always be around. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're at an impasse. I think. Okay. I don't want to lie to her. It feels mean to lie to her. I don't mind. <laughs> I can vacate the premises, but we must keep the screaming sofa around. If so. So when I come back, I still have a food source. I look around the this others. This is going to make things horrible for you all, but... <laughs> yeah, I look this around. This is a decision. This is, hey, this is a game of tough decisions and consequences. This is, uh... <laughs> I, have, I have another idea. Okay. Could, could we relocate the Screaming Sulphur? We just discussed sure, like... it being bound to the tower. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's going to be people. It's going to be the source of it, so we could she, excavate she, you, the, the remains and then position them somewhere else. If you say this out loud, she will say, no, it can walk freely around the city. Oh, mm. oh, that is a problem. It is bound to blood salt, but not just the tower. One moment. Tyrell <laughs> is going to take out a notebook and start, and his little wooden desk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he just needs to write that down. <laughs> this is great. Because oh. that would fall straight out of your ear holes. Uh, uh, I say, oh, is that right? Look, we can't have that. Uh, so if the screaming salt thing, sulfur, is going to be what you know puts us on either sides of the uh, friends enemies divide, we're going to be enemies because that screaming sulfur has got to go. I can't tell who's the bad guy here. Like, I can be the bad this guy. Is a, this is someone screaming sulfur is. Who's lived here has a, a food source is is like out of the way and not causing any harm to anyone. I I know I yeah. I'm feeling incredibly <laughs> torn off about it, but also I'm a big fan of snake people, so that <laughs> is <laughs> a personal. <laughs> um, actually, does she speak? What do Naga speak? What's their main language? Parcel uh, Aklo and common. You'd know. You'd know is Aklo and common. Ah, well, Tyrell speaks Aklo, so oh. a. Uh... Oh. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't I know what hear the wedding bells operation. already. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been resident in this city? Do you have much information to share? I've been here for almost a year now. Has the creeping fog, the death that comes from the lake, consumed the city in that time? The, uh... Is this all in Aklo, so I'll even hear it? Um, yes. But only because... He's trying to keep her sweet. So it's like it's a mark of respect. Does anyone else speak Aklo? Nope. The breath comes every so often, every couple of months. But we'll write that out. Yes. I think you knew that anyway. After a few days, the city is inhabitable again. He is 
writing that down. This is in common, so if people look over the shoulder, oh. they can see what you're <laughs> trans <laughs> transcribing. Comments comes every few months. Disperses after a few days. Um, does it cover the whole city? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. And what what do you do during that time? Get out. Linger in the mountains until I can see it's clear again. So there's a visibility element to this. So it's not just our detectors. It's a dense. It's a dense gas. I'm pretty sure. Dense gas. Cool. I'm pretty sure you knew. Did you not have all of this from your um, from your journal you found? There was. It's been a while, it's Dylan. Not so much about. Yeah. yeah it's not so much about like the warning signs, such as mm. it just says a fog comes in, but like that can be quite invisible sometimes in yes, like bright light. Intrigue, yeah. Um, and it doesn't say like how frequently, and we know that ah, when we also know from I think from the the guard tower that was blown up that there are certain times when a really nasty one comes out mm. and just consumes the whole city. But it sounds like that's now happening every few months if it's consuming the whole city. So I think it's there was I think like the the townspeople here from what you can gather probably did all vacate sometimes but like like the one that caused the, the event was probably a, like a yeah like a, a, a much much worse version than mm. she probably should have you should have built their buildings taller to all turn to the others and goes she has some information on the city and has dwelt here for a year or so Look, um, I, I think I'm just going to make a decision for all of us here. Um, and uh, this is a creature that feasts on spirits and wants to continue to do so and live here. Uh, it's, a, it's not great that we come in here and try and, uh, and you know, take over what, she, what she's claimed is her own. But it's not hers and she's a horrible creature and I start casting a spell. Yes! Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree with all of this. <laughs> damn. Okay. Uh, is your spell, like, visible? Oh, absolutely. Like, the, um, there was kind okay. of a... I think we should probably roll for initiative, kind of, I'm casting a spell. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. This is, this is Jeremy, like, we're not doing something. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no dithering. <laughs> no dilly-dally. Oh, there was enough. There was enough gibbering. Dithering, not gibbering. She wasn't willing to give up what we needed her to give up. Mm. And goddamn, she's a creature that feeds on spirits and wants to. Oh, they're respawning, is and she keeps eating them. Bad it's, thing. Yes, yes, it is. There are creatures out there that uh, that do worse. What about like ghosts we, and ghouls? They you know what? But also Actually, other people. Yes, exactly. I'm also going to argue too. in favor of the spirit naga right here. We kill things to eat them. She, they're already dead when she's doing it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am more morally reprehensible than a spirit naga. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm putting out. I think we're all morally less reprehensible. So rule, I'm waiting for a roll on this. You're, you yes, I'm actually going to give myself a disadvantage on the or, uh, misfortune even. Why? Because to rule is busy you don't writing. Want to. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, He's okay. also fascinated. <laughs> so amazingly, Mila's the one who jumped into combat, but uh, I embark. You must have seen it and got a chance to react first because we're going for Ironbark, then Verina, and then Milas Arulor and Tarul. Yeah, Ironbark was Ironbark. Uh, itching to because uh, yeah. he he was not in favor of the it. plan of leaving this this Naga alive. Yeah. But 
he also did not want to take the initiative, but as soon as Mila does, boom, he's off. <laughs> <laughs> he's got I knew permission Ironbar now. Could be ready. <laughs> Ironbar could be ready. I knew that. So, uh... Tool's heartbroken. Yeah. Sorry, Tool. He is once again going to plant two of his limbs down into the floor. And he is going to scream, I'm a tree, but I cannot leave! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. That's gotta be one of the weirdest ones so far. <laughs> I love it. She is, there are sort of like half squares between her and the wall. Mm hmm. Uh, can we can I count move them as full squares. Them? Yeah, we can count them as full squares. Then I'm going to move around her. Get on the other side. Just for funsies. And I'm going to bite her. And. 34 is a Ooh, hit, 34 not a crit. Is okay. Definitely a hit. Nice. Six and seven. Exactly average. 24 points of damage. Well, this fight's not going to take very long. <laughs> hit like that. That is oh. my turn. Oh. Whoa. Why did everyone fact? take damage? Did, have oh, you got us good. all selected, selected, Dylan? I had everyone selected from when I rolled initiative. Sorry. Everyone else here with yourself back up. How dare you. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I didn't realize <laughs> it would do that. I had everyone selected from when I made you all roll initiative, and it just did. What an amazing <laughs> spell great. that would be as a defensive option. You hurt me. Oh, sorry, your I think friends I might have taken suffer. Did you, did you put your temp hit points back I on? did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're not. She takes 24 points of, uh, of damage. Uh, yes. That's my turn. Uh, okay, in that case, she's gonna almost look disappointed in you, Tarul. Looks like Tarul just kind of like, well, we could have worked something out, but instead she's gonna she's gonna ignore Embark from running right round, and she's actually gonna focus on the on the group, and uh, and instead try and cast a spell, oh. which does provoke if you want to. How happy I think you want to. Dylan. I think he wants to. I absolutely do. Come on, you crit. crit Come on, crit. Really, really <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, you did crit! Just, just the good one, that I, one. I'm going to uh, hero point. You mean the bad kind of crit. <laughs> <laughs> no, good one for me. You want to hero point that? Yes. Oh, please be another that one. Okay, no. Oh, well, it's I a hit, now. but it's not a crit, so the spell still happens. Yeah. Uh, 21 points. One hero point? No, I have two. I got one from Mia. So, she, uh... Yes, yeah, she she's focusing on casting this spell. You bite her in, in on the butt. She's turned away from you. But instead, we'll. What? Uh, I will do something. Oh. I don't think so. You haven't had a turn. It's a reaction. It's not a reaction. Oh, pardon me. Oh. I will do a recognized spell as a free action. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's going to be very obvious what uh, what this is going to be when it happens, but uh. You, get, you might get a plus one to your saving throw, yeah. right? So it might happen. Yeah, it might help. Okay, if you are, uh, if you're, you're not going to automatically identify this one. I am untrained. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I will try to identify it with barely a good thing. So the tradition of the spell is ar arcane <coughs> and occult. So if you want to roll an arcane or occultism, you might be able to. Oh well, you know, yeah. You the know fuck is that, Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> 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 just flew right at me. <laughs> so I just rolled a nat 20 and, and little Thomas Tank Engine came flying up and screaming, what the oh fuck? <laughs> um, okay, well you definitely know what this spell is and you get a plus one to your AC or saving throw against it. 
as you watch her cast a spell uh, in a 20 foot burst you see these oily tentacles rising out of the silt oh uh, black tentacles fuck and I imagine it's going to be like wait a 20 foot burst she's not going to get herself in it but she can get like there uh, and I imagine because the doors were open, that would probably get the three of you. That's be nice. Um, so this is a, a spell attack roll against the fortitude DC of all creature, but I guess Saranon's is going to be a plus one from that success. Yes. Spell attack roll against the fortitude DC. Okay. Uh, okay, this is going to be... Let's do Tarul's first. So this spell oh. attack's going to be scary. Oh, nat 12! Oh, my God! Oh. That's a 40! <laughs> Jesus. That's got to be one of the highest rolls we've seen. And that 20 plus 20, <laughs> Jesus. Well, it rolled against AC. Yeah. Oh, what's your fortune? It doesn't have a it doesn't matter, effect, it's a... this spell. It's just... Yeah, but I can feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can. But I can feel good. Yeah, you can. Um, let's do this against Mila. You're looking for a 26, you got it. Okay, and let's do this against uh, Saralar. Oh, that might fail. What's your fortune? Doubt it. Oh no, that does still hit. With, with the plus one, 24. <laughs> okay. Any creature you succeed against is grabbed, so that's everyone, and takes 3d6 bludgeoning damage. Whenever, yeah, these tentacles just sort of flail out of the, the sand and start trying to grab you and damage you. Uh, I feel like I should just roll the 3d6 points just to speed this up. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. Everyone's going to take tw- oh, 10 points of damage as these sort of tentacles are bludgeoning against you. Um, yeah. Whenever a creature ends its turn in the area, the tentacles ca- attempt to grab that creature if they haven't already, and they also deal a d6 damage to any creature already grabbed. Amazing. Alright. Uh, escape DC is equal to the spell DC. A creature can attack a, ten- a tentacle in an attempt to release its grip. Its AC is equal to the spell DC. And it's destroyed. Okay, yes. And it's Basically, not just a big old. <laughs> Most of this tavern is now writhing in these horrible black tentacles that are just spawning up from beneath the sand here. Uh, that is a free action spell though, so that is the entire Nordis turn. On to Mila. We are, and I said Mila was casting a spell, and she is, and now I have to make a flat check of five or higher to get the spell off. Oh, shit, yeah, you're right. And I get a 20. Yeah, so uh, not 20. Hey. All right. And the spell I cast at her is called slow mm. so you're gonna need a fortitude no. saving throw from you dylan yeah well her fortitude is pretty good is it now what if you roll a four? Oh no enough. not when i roll good enough <laughs> slowed one for a minute no yes slowed one for a minute dylan a minute uh and then i'm going to uh if i wrench myself free they get a chance they'll just re-grab me um, yeah. You have to get free and move out of it at the, in the same yeah. turn. That's really, okay. Yeah, that's um, okay. I am going to look at her and say, the next spirit to roam around here will be yours and try and uh, intimidate her. And I don't know how to do that properly. So I'll just make a roll. 27. How's that? Oh. It's the will that's against DC. Uh, will DC, is it? Yeah. I'm afraid you needed a 28 to 16. Ah, bollocks. Oh. <laughs> Very sorry. But it was a good attempt. It was a good, good shot. Attempt. Okay, uh, that is the end of my turn. Um, so they do what they... Is it just a re-grab or is it re-grab and damage? Uh, if they... I believe if you're already grabbed, you're just grabbed. 
You, yeah, you have to actually escape. They don't have to. I don't think this it. is like a creature grab. Yeah, so it, cool. if you're already grabbed, it does deal a d6 blood and damage to any creature already grabbed. So I will just chuck that in cool. for you. All right. Uh, so you're going to take uh, another five points of blood and damage as these tentacles are still writhing around you and restricting you, and it's all not a, not a good thing to see in the, in, in the local pub. It's no, surely not. Sorry, I should have... Uh, Mila and Sarala, you rolled the same initiative, so you should have had a choice who goes first. But I guess it made sense that Mila acted, because you were the one who started this. Huh. Yes. Yeah, now on to Sarala. I don't have anything good to get out of this. Nah, I'm gonna try and... Just not have the, the, the flat check. Mm. I will use an unarmed attack to get rid of... To get out of the... The grab. Oh, oh my god, we have had 20. so what many nat fuck? 20s today. What is so going bad. on with this? Thomas is back. I mean, yeah, you are instantly out of a tentacles. No, uh, does escape give you something on a crit? You can move, yeah, you can then stride up to five feet for free if you want on a crit. Success. I, I'll move there. <laughs> In or away? You could move. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll move back there where the tentacles The tentacles get. aren't there, yeah, because of the wall blocking them. Yeah. Amazing then. And with my other two actions, she's already slow, so I don't need to mess with her too much. Eh, we're gonna go with the classic. Agonizing Despair. Oh, I love it. Classic. Very good. I will roll a will save. We'll need her. a will saving throw. <gasps> which will be a fail. Oh, yes! Which means she will be frightened too and take. Oh yeah, sixteen mental damage. Jesus Christ! Damn spell. I thought this could have been a tricky fight, but you guys are just fucking beaten up already. She's not one frightened too, so yeah, she's not in a good spot, and she's about to be flanked maybe. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. Terul. Yeah, Terul, you're in a tricky spot here because you don't really want this fight. I don't think. Yeah, Tyrol was also sat down at his desk, uh, focusing <laughs> stuff, which is why he was fascinated and flat-footed. Yeah. Oh, you gave <laughs> yourself fascinated! Amazing! <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be fascinated anymore. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, if he's probably going to spend an action to stand, uh, well, to try and put away the desk and protect the goods. <laughs> okay. Um, at which point he's then going to have to redraw Spellender. I love and then he's gonna, wasting an entire turn. Uh, <laughs> and then he's going to attack a tentacle. Well, you're okay. grab, so to manipulate you need the flat check. Ooh, that's a good point. So this would be for the desk putting it away. Oh, thank God for that. Oh, yeah. Successful. That was vital. All his important <laughs> notes have been saved. You definitely put the <laughs> desk would... away safely. Um, God, imagine what it would Is it a manipulate action to draw a weapon? I, it is an interact, yes. You spilt a, a quill of ink on these, uh, or an inkwell on uh, <laughs> on any of these tentacles. They'd just be more oily and black. Uh, that is a nat one to draw Spellender. So I guess that just fails the action, right? Yeah, your arms trapped. Yeah, his, his, his heart's. Yeah. yeah, his heart's not really in it at the moment. Um, well, I guess I should attack, but also near yeah, these tentacles. Are, yeah, they're not letting me. Yeah, shit happens. Um... <laughs> Let's try and slip out with acrobatics as an escape check, right? Yes. Oh, oh well. you know what? Still, still really not in a in the mood. Your, your heart is just... not in this at all. Uh, so at the end no. of your turn, you are still grabbed. So you are going to take yeah, just the d6 of bludgeoning damage as these tentacles squeeze 
Another five, wow. Consistent tentacles. Ironbark, we're back onto you in the corner. Your friends have all been fucking useless so far. Oh. Uh, Excuse <laughs> me? Mila? Well, actually, no, to be fair, no. The spell was <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. wasn't either. No, you're right. Just to rules being useless. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to uh, take two of my two bear claws and grab onto her before I bite. I'm going to try and grab. Oh my god. We are stacking up these conditions. Mm. Yeah, no, that's... That's amazing. Yeah, with Furious Bully and the armbands. Let's see. That's a natural five, and still I succeed. <laughs> She's grabbed. Yes. Oh, her How have you got a fucking plus 22 ass. to your athletics? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm a specialized. She's Could grabbed. you put uh, okay. grabbed on, please? Thank I you. I just have. Then I'm going to bite. Oh. oh. Critically, missed the Critically bite missing the with a nat 2. I'm gonna try again. I won't have a better chance at this. <laughs> oh, three! three. <laughs> oh okay. no! Two and a three! That's my turn. Okay. Uh, about ten more roll and you might win. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah Since you're still Thank critically you. missing. <laughs> She's only got two actions. She's gonna just look at you and say, you can play that game and oh. draw some fangs. Some horrible sharp snake fangs and bite down. Draw fangs? Well, there takes a pencil and a sheet reveal, of paper and reveal okay, her fangs okay. and, uh, and bite down <laughs> on you. Uh, which I think she can do right when she's grabbed because that's yeah, not a yeah no absolutely not a, she can action or anything with so no she penalty. She is going there to hit. Are. That's pretty good. Let's see what the damage is like for these. Not too good, not too bad. 17 points of piercing damage. Mm. And as she bites down on your wood. Mm. I, I assume so. I'm going to ask her a fortune save. <laughs> <I assume> so. <laughs> ask her a fortune That's save. Uh, yeah. 32. That is uh, pretty pretty good. You feel you feel okay. Mm. Uh, she's only got one other action. Yeah, fuck it. I don't think she even, she's going to try one more time. Mm. Just, just deal out damage. Uh, I missed uh, this time. Unfortunately. So that's uh, both of her actions. She is gonna lose one of the frightened, but everything else is kept. Mm. Amazing. Milo, then. You're still being grabbed by these tentacles. Alright. Mila is going to cast a spell. So here's a flat check. Let's see. Uh success so the spell that gets cast is a true strike and then Mila is going oh, to cast a spell uh, so we'll roll a flat check you don't need the flat check for true strike it's verbal only huh. oh true I forgot about that um, cool oh well and I made the flat check for the second spell and scroll up there and uh, let's just fire out an acid arrow at her oh no <laughs> Oh, With no. all these, she's got a. Uh, no, I didn't do the. I didn't put the true strike effect on myself. What an idiot! I will re-roll and see if Just I can get roll a crit. It again. Yeah, yeah, see if I can get a crit. Nope. Uh, but I nope. did hit her Two with hits. my acid arrow, um, uh, which is going to do. This is at fourth level, by the way, so it's got an extra die. So twenty-three points of acid damage, Fuck. and she's God going damn. to take. D6 persistent acid also. Uh, sorry, that'll be higher this, as well uh, because of the... 
Oh. Is it D6? No, it's... Uh, it's 2 it's increased, increased, right? And persistent D6, damage increases yes. by D6, yeah. So it's 2D6 persistent acid. And I am uh, still grabbed at the end of my turn. So squeeze me again, Dylan. <laughs> Wrap your tentacle around <laughs> me. <laughs> Hang on. I'm wow. just adding 2D6 damage. There we are. Cool. Thick, oily tentacles. Mueller. Yeah, squeezing. Another around. fight! Wow, these tentacles Skinny. are really good at rolling fights. They really are. Yeah. yeah. And the squishing, skinny little Mila, she's still croaking out spells. That is the end of my turn. Damn. You are absolutely beating up this Naga. Saralar, you're outside this, the, 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 the tavern. It's just a mass of tentacles inside. Yes. I'll go with the baseball. Oh, it won't be so much, good. I will probably miss. Point out, her AC is like 4 down at the nah, moment. Yeah, 21 is a miss. Hey, roll 5. That is a miss. But yeah, her armor class is 10. <sighs> yeah. And with my last action, do I have a 1 action thing I can do to a... Eh, why not? I'm gonna cast another spell. Yeah. Warp Terrain. <laughs> oh god, we stack in terrain again. I love it. Here. <laughs> I will make an, some difficult terrain in front of her in case she tries to uh, move away from the corner of the building. Okay. <laughs> so any creature moving through that is difficult terrain. What's the illusion? And just the ground is breaking up. Great. Is that your whole go? Yep. And you're it's outside the tentacles. Terrain. Hmm. He's going to try and draw his dagger again. Ah, the fates were kind this time round. He's able to slip his dagger out, and he's going to strike at a tentacle. Uh, that is a 34 to hit AC 20. So I do believe that is a critical uh, AC, her spell DC. Yeah, AC's... Um, her modifier oh, was it, plus or, 20. Uh, so that's not a crit. Still, but it is oh, definitely yes, a hit. It's definitely a hit then. Uh, just. <sighs> you need to critically hit in order to cast a spell magic with it. Bugger. Oh, no. Alas. That would be a good way of ending the spell, I think. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it would have been nice. But. Unfortunately, I would need to roll like a 23, right? To critically hit just with 10 <laughs> above. So it need to be a 20. And that 20, so. yeah. It's not as good as we need it to be. Um, do you want to do some damage? So yeah. yeah, let's do some damage. Let's see if he cuts himself free of the tentacle. Does he get sneak attack on this? He wouldn't, I think. I don't think so. No, no. Yeah, it'll strike it again. Oh, that is it's a miss. It's just going to grab you at the end of its turn again. Okay. Is that is that everything? You drew, drew a dagger... Yeah, Slashed and struck twice at a tentacle, possibly a little half-heartedly. Yeah. But I don't feel so bad about it because uh, she is getting wailed on quite impressively. <laughs> oh, why did it roll two? Just take the first one, which unfortunately isn't five. You take two points of damage from the tentacle, <laughs> is it? Squeezes a little harder at the end of the turn. <laughs> I am getting quite worried for this Snaga. I feel like she's uh, not going to survive much longer because it's Ironbark's turn. You are still grabbing her. She's yeah. got persistent acid. She's frightened and flat-footed and slowed. Oh, God. You guys are scary when you stack things up. <laughs> uh, 
This goes to show a yeah. couple of bad saves from you, Dylan, and shit is gone yeah. south real fast. Shit. Yeah. shit adds up so quickly. Yeah. I'm going to bite her. That's a hit. Ooh. Oh my god, look at that. 30, 30 points. Yeah, took her into, into badly injured there. Hey, hey, I'm back. Again. Must be having some difficulty here. I just want to point out, where are you trying to bite this creature? Yeah, yeah, there's no like... butt on the snake. Where's the snake's butt? <laughs> have a butt. It, Where is the snake's butt? like you're imagining biting, biting part of it, and you're like, nah. So you move down slightly. Where is it? No, it's not here. Where's the butt? It's the tip of the tail than you think it is. They actually have a really short tail. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all torso. <laughs> right. Oh, so, oh, it's just a missed that second attack. It's from behind the asshole, right? That's the tail. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's a great yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Mm, I'll I'll try for a third bite. Natural twenty, <laughs> critical oh, bite. Oh yes. yes. Fuck right. you. Oh. This come on those D twelves. What damage is this? It's piercing, piercing right? Come on, the D Stunned oh. one. Oh. <laughs> Let's add another fucking condition onto <laughs> yes. spellcaster. Oh my god. 50 oh my points. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't even need that card. That is fucking <laughs> KO. Bloody hell. Guys, I found the butt. You found the butt right at the end. You, in fact, you bite so hard that the tail just comes off. No. <laughs> uh, right clean through. I feel so triumphant. 56. <laughs> oh my god. To rule, you're just like, oh, I've got another idea how we can settle the. Oh. Oh, wait. It's almost <laughs> like, mm, I feel like we have just killed something. Relatively unique and relatively dangerous. Yeah. There are more of them. There are more of yeah. them. About. Mm. Fucking hell, that was uh, that was a fight. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> that's some persistent damage. <laughs> 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 damage came in at the end of the turn. Yeah, Just slowly right. melting away in the tavern. <laughs> Brilliant. The uh, oh, the tentacles would stay, right? But mm -hmm. I guess at this point you could probably quickly escape and leave. Yes. I mean, that was a fucking fast encounter. <laughs> yeah, a few failed saves, like you said, and it adds up very quickly. Ironbuck, now you're in the corner of this, this store, you can see that it almost looks like she has a little a little collection going on. Like a, a little, there's like one table that's been left undamaged right in this bottom corner of the of a tavern. And instead of, you know, putting pints down on there, it looks like she's almost just gathered a few little items together that might have taken a fancy. <laughs> Yes, you have a look and you see three uh, items that are <laughs> very interesting to you. But uh, unfortunately, we are going to have to wait a week to figure no. out what they are. No! I feel like at the end of the fight's a, a good place to end it, and I uh, need to come up with some more puns for next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I am uh, scared of you guys. I feel like I need to end this party I'm scared we of get them. to level 9. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thanks for playing, guys. Uh, we'll see you for more exploration of Blood Salt next time. Thanks, Thank mate. You, see you guys. Bye. Bye. See you, folks. Bye. See you.